The following podcast is rated M for Mexican. It has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. Welcome to another episode of Mixing My Matters 136, live on Thursday, the 11th of January. Oh yes, it is glorious that we do these live now. It is officially uh, basketball day at work, so of course, yours truly is decked out in his Laker gear uh, with the lucky Kobe shirt, Kobe jersey. Number eight, of course. Uh, I am a number eight person. I actually, if you were to ask me, you know, which Kobe um, I take, I would take number eight Kobe Bryant over number 24 Kobe Bryant. Because number eight Kobe Bryant was more of a killer, even though number 24 was slightly more clutch. But that is that. Uh, and my Laker jacket, which I just discovered has a hole on its sleeve. I did not notice that. I forget how that happened. But, hey, uh, that is not, nothing that those sewing cannot fix. Uh, luckily for you, the viewers, Mexi is a jack-of-all-trades. I took sewing classes when... I was in elementary school. Yes, in Switzerland, they actually make you take sewing classes. I don't know why. So, um, yeah, I know how to sew. So I just got to find some purple thread and fix the hole. Anywho, in the meantime, we have our uh, first quarter, well, actually, fourth quarter, end of the fourth quarter, uh, paralegal A meeting this morning, hence why... We're up early recording because Mike's got to be at work earlier than usual because, heaven forbid, we have these meetings at 9 o'clock or 9.30. has to be at 8 or 8.30. So Mike's got to go in and do some overtime only to discuss how everybody else has not hit goal. The fourth quarter was a good one for me to sum up. Uh... I started the quarter with about 280 cases. Uh, if you count my cases in the B status, I had over 300 cases. So goal was to submit to the adjusters uh, 43 to 48 submissions cases uh, per month, October, November, December. I hit 56, 72, and 60 for a total of 188. Uh, no one else came close. Uh, the next closest was 138. Um and I had the most submissions over goal because the goal was supposed to be technically uh, 43 times, you know, 3, 129. Uh, and it proves my point that what I was saying over the summer when uh, there was a time where my goal was 65 submissions and I hit 120. And people were saying, oh, well, it's because you have less of a caseload, you have less to handle, it's a lot easier to hit over goal when you have less cases, you know, and I always, 
I took that back then as a slap in the face because it, to me it makes logical sense. If you have more cases, you have more submissions. Just it just makes sense. So this was my first quarter to prove that and prove that I did because now I'm down to 220 cases and I got rid of 188. And this morning we'll find out what my goal is for this upcoming quarter. But as of today, January 11th, I already have 40 submissions. So goal is supposed to be about 60, 60% of your caseload. So my caseload's 220, 60% of that's supposed to be my goal for the quarter divided by three, you know, monthly goals. Uh, so it's not supposed to change. It's probably going to be 43, 48. If that's the case, I'm already at 40 motherfuckers. I need three more. I can, I can sneeze three more. Here, it's not rocket. Bam, three submissions. That's how I roll. That's how easy it is because people at work fail to realize that you have to focus on two things. Talking to your client to know where they went and checking your email, faxes, and regular mail to pay the invoices to get these medical records quickly and check, checking the portals. Following up, it's a key. Uh, but anyway... Um, Yeah, so, oh, and we did get advised at Tuesday at the Paralegal B meeting that, of course, since I do both jobs, I have to go to both meetings. Another nonsense that I'm not too fond of. Uh, that uh, Alyssa was the one that hit the uh, most closings for, you know, my attorney Jim's cases. And they also informed us that, that is, this will be the last quarter where they do the bonuses, the cash bonuses for overperforming. So with the B paralegals, it's most closings, which it usually is uh, Josh, one of the uh, attorneys up in Akron, his paralegal B, because they have the most cases, usually wins it. And uh, this, uh, for the A, for the paralegal A's, they give out two pri- uh, two bonuses. One for having the most submissions over goal, which I won when I hit 120 when I needed 65 back in, in June of that quarter, and also most overall submissions. So it's about 500 bucks a pop, and uh, I basically have both those this quarter. 188, that's the most submissions by 50, and most submissions over goal, Clearly, because my I am about 59 submissions over my goal. Nobody else is 59 submissions over their goal. Just just throwing that out there. So if I don't get a thousand bucks this morning in the meeting, I want to throw a fit. Because if they pull some bullshit like, oh, because you got it for both, we went for it with the second best. No, 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 no. That's 500 bucks and 500 bucks. You pay out, okay? Especially if it's the last quarter, you're gonna do this bullshit. So, anyways, but that's enough work that uh, work work stuff. Also, I would like to uh, give out some two cents. I know we I forgot to mention it the last two episodes, and it is kind of a hassle planning nowadays for these podcasts. But I should have mentioned these. Well, I should have mentioned something two episodes ago. And something last episode. So we're going to get to it now. Um, I was asked my opinion on Kobe Bryant being the first player to retire both jerseys. 
I, I 100% agree with that logic. He should have both jerseys retired because he brought three rings with one, two with the other. If he had just switched towards the end of the year or, you know, the end of his season of career, then, yeah, I would, I would you know, just only allow one. Or like other players who move to a different team and have to wear a different jersey number because their jersey number has already been retired for that team, then yeah, no. When they eventually get retired with their initial team, it's just going to be one number. Like Jordan, for example. When he came back, he wasn't 23 for a little bit. He was 45. But 23 still got retired. He didn't retire both numbers because he barely had 45. Kobe was loyal to the Lakers and had both numbers, had amazing stats with both those numbers. Hell, if we just had a number 8 and a number 24, they both would probably be retired eventually. Two different people. But he did it over one career. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. And that was a good uh, ceremony. I watched it. So, yeah, that was my two cents on that. Also, somebody brought up the fact that I forgot to mention my New Year's resolutions. Yes, there's always nine. Last year, I definitely accomplished all of them. Uh, Once again, for like the third, fourth year in a row. This year was kind of hard to come up with nine. So, uh, obviously, the running-related ones. So, finish 50 states, do 150-miler, do 100-miler. But then after that, I'm like, well, I don't really have anything I want to do running-related for the year. Um... Obviously, get accepted into law school. Uh, if not, that leads me to five, which is get another promotion at work or raise. So, so that there's that. Um, but then after that, after I got to those five, I'm like, well, that's it's kind of hard to come up with the last four. Uh, one of them was, you know, continue the ROM lifestyle, you know, the diet that has helped. Uh, so that, that was number six, you know, keep it health wise. Uh, seven, you know, was basically fulfill, as I like to call it, uh, my meaningful relationship with Tara, which means as you all know, when Mexi is in a relationship, he has, he always gives 110%. You can't, it's not fuck around time when you're with someone. So that, uh, obviously got incorporated in that. And then the last two were basically make more money, which could be work-related, but not really. It all depends on on my non-paralegal ventures. And obviously, one I really wanted to do, and that's what I'm aiming for at least this quarter, is to hit 100 submissions a month, aka 300 for at least one quarter. Which right now with the 40, I'm in prime position to, to try and do. I'm going to have to see, figure out with my manager if, if I can get more cases. But anyways, yeah, if you aim, January has 31 days. So if I aim for three a day, that puts me at 93 and I just need seven more. So right now, I'm at 40. That's good for day 13, which would be Saturday. So I need to be at 45 by Monday. Which, you know, I can find more. That's uh, always doable. But yeah, but those are the New Year's resolutions that Mexi has. And then, uh, again, possible to uh, do all of them. And go from there. Now, another thing we wanted to discuss. But before we do, 
it is always time to save money. So we do have to give out our, our usual shout out to our sponsors. As always, uh, we have, you know, voting for Ramo, switching to cheaper car insurance for American National. Give him a call. It's not that hard. 614-595-2934. You use promo code Mexi. He gives you a discount. He gave Mexi a discount. I have the holy shit package. And if you've heard my podcast about what I do, you definitely want to make sure you have the holy shit package when it comes to car insurance. You want to be covered in case some asshole hits you who doesn't have any insurance or has lower limits than you do. If you don't know what that means, you need to listen to the podcast. Uh, case in point, D-Rock from the Australian um, football team got in a car accident. Guess what? Doesn't even know if he has UM coverage. Yeah. Your back's hurting. Uh, this would cover you. But yeah, give Graham a call. Get better insurance. Also, IGS Energy. As always, the proud sponsors of the Mexi Mind Matters podcast. Using promo code MEXI and sending that to them directly uh, will save you on... Uh, gas and electric with a fixed rate. And all you have to do is just send the promo code Mexi to apeterson at igsenergy.com or, you know, just give him a call. 614-312-4799 and just mention the promo code Mexi you heard on the podcast and he will they, he will, will take care of you. IGS will take care of you. And problem solved. Especially now with the winter and this snowstorm that's coming up, you definitely need to be covered uh, gas and electric-wise. Just saying. Now, this nonsense that I just heard we got to discuss. Nonsense that has to do with this pending winter storm. Okay, Ohio, I need you to stop doing nonsense with this weather. For example, today it is 54 degrees waking up this morning. As I walk around in my Laker jacket, I'm slightly hot. It was 33 yesterday morning when I woke up. Still warmer than normal, but, you know, normal for a winter. Um, the uh, weather forecast for tomorrow, at least in the afternoon and going into Saturday, is a snowstorm. Oh, but we don't know which one, like which forecast is going to happen. There's different models. We could either get, Columbus could either get two inches of snow or two feet of snow. Really? Really, guys? Is that what meteorologists are, are, are up to nowadays? Like, really? Like, being a weatherman is that retarded now? I could be a weatherman if that is basically the prediction you're telling me. Oh, we may get no snow. We may get a lot of snow. Are you shitting me? Oh, but there's the European model, the Canadian model, uh, the American model, the German model. Don't even get me started on the fact that why is there a German model outside of the European model? Because Germany is in where? Europe, exactly. But they all basically say that we're going to get maybe four to five, six inches of snow. Oh, but the American model says, oh, no, we might get more. Yeah, I'm not going to trust the American model where basically anybody can just do whatever they fucking want. Case in point. Uh, apparently, meteorologists don't even have to go to school anymore. You know, if it's just a guessing game, we might get no snow, we might get a lot of snow. Yeah, no. When we have people who can't pronounce España teaching Spanish in, in, in our high school system, yeah, I'm not going to trust the American model 
over the European model or the Canadian model. Pretty sure Canada knows what's up with, when it comes to winter storms. So, uh, luckily, I will be off work by the time it happens. So, I make it barricaded in. And again, as much as I appreciate Tara and having a garage to keep the car warm, Samantha warm, you know, nice and cozy before I go to work. If two feet of snow do fall, you're not opening the garage doors. Basically, Saturday, I'm stuck going nowhere. Oh, well. Then what do we eat? That's the problem. That's the thing. It's like there's always got to be somebody that's open and working. I feel bad for delivery people, but I don't. Because at the end of the day, you chose to do that job. Um, and speaking of choosing to do jobs. So now that we've gone on our rant about the weather and how meteorologists are idiots. And we're basically going to get no snow like last time when everybody was wrong and all the forecasts were wrong. Yeah. Uh, the other day something happened uh, with me and Tara. And, and I noticed that... Um, since we've been together, my waiter slash waitresses encounters have been more, uh, have, not more, have been better. And I think it's because she has a background in cooking and she used to be a, a server. But now all these servers that keep waiting on us, they actually do a good job. So I am constantly being forced to actually tip. Because they're going above and beyond the Call of Duty. But recently we were at P.F. Chang's and the waiter we had was terrible. And we were using a coupon. And the coupon was buy one entree, get another one free. So the meal ended up being about 15 bucks. So I was like, this dude, this dude's performance is not worth 25%. But we use the coupon. I don't give two shits if we use the coupon. Uh, we're not tipping him. Oh, here. I'll do it. Fucking tips him $5 and some change to round up to 21 I'm like, that is 33% or higher of the bill. No, but we use the coupon. You're supposed to tip. Etiquette says you're supposed to tip on the overall um, amount. Uh, etiquette from who? And she pulls up on Google some random lady is explaining on the website the rules of etiquette on tipping. Get the fuck out of here. We use a coupon. Guess what? I'm not tipping you on the original price. And again, regardless, your performance was terrible that you merit rounding up to the next dollar, regardless of what the bill is. So, yeah, no, terrible. Using a coupon means you have to tip. No, I'm sorry, but I disagree. And if you guys want to start a debate on this, we can. Let me know. Like, yeah, what? who came up with that rule that if you use coupons, you're still supposed to tip? Next thing you know, every time I use a coupon to save seven bucks on my old change, oh, let me just tip the old change guy. He actually does a good job. I may tip him. But again, oh, would waiters and servers make the minimum wage? They rely on tips. I didn't ask them to do that job. Case in point. Nobody tips me for doing a good job. Actually, my work's about to hand me money, but that's beside the point. 
Um, but yeah, also, uh, one of uh, Tara's friends recently that I tried hooking up with Kato as a show of good faith of the many things that I do for this guy that go unnoticed and unappreciated. But we'll get to that in another podcast. Um, her name's Rachel. So we were trying to hook him up, Kato and Rachel. And so we all went bowling. Now, Rachel, prior, you know, had already hung out with me and Tara. We went to, uh, to Zoo Lights together. And um, we, oh my lord. This just in, ladies and gentlemen, I just caught a car on the road on 161 who literally was coming out of the giant eagle over by 71 and 161 and literally went left without the possibility of going across the median there is no left turn motherfucker he literally just went left into oncoming traffic and did not realize it and almost got in a wreck what a moron this is why you call what I, uh, my firm and you know do what i do for morons like that and that's why you have coverage because a moron that's not moronic probably pays pays the bare minimum. Anywho, enough of a sidebar. See, that's the thing with going live is you can always have these sidebars because Mexico's recording live as he's on the go. Anyhow, so as I was saying, we went bowling. Prior to going bowling, Tara had hung uh, hung out with uh, Rachel and myself, and uh, Rachel mentions. Oh, I'm kick-ass at bowling. I'm pretty good at bowling. I'm going to kick your asses. Uh, okay. Let's come down there. I am not good at bowling. I, But I know the highest score is 300, and a decent score is in the 200s or 180s at least. I've hit 180 maybe once or twice. But I, if I could get over 100, I, I consider myself lucky. This bitch is saying she can kick our asses? Okay. Then we get to the bowling place. And she's like, yeah, my last score was 89. I'm like, 89? That was the last time you bowled? That was your score? That's terrible. I am not doing an 89. I can guarantee you that. And then she, she wanted to make a wager. And I'm like, all right. Here's the wager. When I get a higher score than you, you have to run a marathon of my choosing. In the outfit of my choosing. Oh, but if I win, you have to dr- shovel my driveway all winter. And she lives in the middle of nowhere, John- Johnstown. So her, her driveway is like big and it's gravel. I'm like, I'm confident in my abilities that yes, I will take that wager. So needless to say, we play. First game, I get 104. She gets 63. So she doesn't even make it to 89. Second game, she gets 98. I get 94, I think, if I remember correctly. But even the overall score is still higher. And she had the overall... Lowest score, because even Tara got a higher score. And, of course, Kato got a higher score. So that was just a run marathon my choosing. Again, people with outrageous bets. Just like Jack at work who said the Indians would beat the Yankees and almost got to do, almost got to run a marathon. I still think I'm going to sign him up for it and then, you know, pay for him and then just have him do it. Um, but, yeah. I haven't decided which marathon make a run because all the ones I wanted to do are on the weekend of May 6th, and I'll be in Nebraska. So I kind of want to make her watch that. But I, there is a 12-hour tw- race at Fred Beaver Park in April that I want to do. Uh, it used to be a 24-hour race, but now it's a 12-hour race. That might be the site of my 50-miler. 
So I forget what it's called, but I looked that up. That might be the one. And we can both do it at the same time. And she has to at least do 26 laps. That'd be <clears throat> hilarious. I, but hey, well, she, when she lost, she was like, well, you got to give me time to train. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, of my choosing, whenever, whenever, and whichever outfit I choose to, you to wear. This could be tomorrow, for all I know, but I'm nice. I almost made it the uh, the Dublin one, you know, the one that uh, Ben lost that last year. The last uh, chance or warm-up Columbus or whatever the name is now. They probably changed the name on February 18th. But hey, one never knows. I am actually thinking on that 12-hour race. That sounds like a decent choice. Oh, speaking of that weekend. So, luckily, I changed my Arizona race with uh, to go with the same weekend as Las Vegas. Because the polar bear jump for my firm is that 17th of February. And once again, Mexi's performing and jumping in a cold-ass lake. And once again, I will be wearing a Speedo. Now, this raises money for charity. So, I've decided that I will advertise here raising money. So donate to my page. The page will be up shortly. Uh, you know, our social media guy has to actually make the page for each pe- each person that's doing the jump. I will be jumping in a speedo, and nothing else. However, if I raise a thousand dollars, I will add a prop, a sombrero. If I get to two thousand dollars, I will add another prop, a mask and a sombrero. See where I'm going with this? So please donate. It's for a good cause. And if you definitely want to see Mexi jump in a Speedo in a frozen lake, I suggest you contribute at least to some degree. More details to come, as always. Uh, But that is all we have for you on this January 11th episode of Mexi Mind Matters. Uh, Check us out on Twitter at SuperAssholeMex, on Facebook, aka The Mexican, Snapchat, SuperMex, YouTube, SuperMex. All the episodes are on SoundCloud. Mexi Mind Matters is also on iTunes. Check us out. Rate us. Questions, concerns, debates, whatever you want to talk about. Just shoot me a message. And as always, you know, where there's a Mexican, there's always a way. Now, if you excuse me, I got a meeting to go to. Ciao, bitches.